Now, here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. So we begin in Florida. So as if Derek Jeter needed a bit more money, (laughs) according to the Tampa Bay Times and confirmed by ESPN, he's rented out his Florida mansion to Tom Brady. Yeah, he'll be leasing Jeter's 30,000-foot waterfront mansion on Davis Island, right outside downtown Tampa, which is a short drive to the Bucks team facility. The news was first reported in the Tampa Bay Times. The stone home features, get this, seven bedrooms, nine bathrooms, and an eight-foot security gate and entertainment and billiard rooms. Nobody has seen the inside of this house when Jeter was there, and nobody will see the inside of the house now that Tom Brady is there. I guarantee you that. Seven bedrooms and nine bathrooms. Wow. That takes a team to keep that house clean. Can't imagine what the greenery is like surrounding the landscaping, right? How would you like to be cutting that grass? <laughs> wow. Let's turn to football. The Bills GM says the Patriots are still the team to beat in the AFC East. Buffalo has become a trendy offseason pick to win the division because of Brady's departure from New England. But Brandon Bean, the Bills GM, says the Patriots are still the team to beat in the East. Quoting him, New England is still going to be very good. Look at what Bill Belichick did in 2008. They got robbed of a playoff. He said they were 11-5 and with Matt Castle at the helm. I don't think Jordan Stidham and Matt Castle, you can say that in the same sentence. Hmm. More Patriots news. Thank you. As their team plane transports 1.2 million masks from China to the U.S. This is according to the Wall Street Journal. The team plane being used to transport those N95 masks from China to the United States. Uh, the Kraft family paid $2 million, about half the cost to acquire the mask, according to the journal. The initial order was for 1.7 million masks, when only 1.2 million could fit on the plane. The remainder is set to be delivered in another shipment, according to the journal. In other football news, did you see that Lamar Jackson is working out with Antonio Brown? Well, it made Jeremy Fowler weigh in on what team maybe Antonio Brown could play for. I wondered out loud at one point if Pittsburgh would welcome him back because I know he's still tight with some teammates over there who have told me privately that they would play with him again. But the Ben Roethlisberger dynamic, I don't see that happening. Tom Brady, from what we had gathered, they had drew enough of a connection in their short time together that Brady was open to playing with him again, but Bruce Arians has shut the door on that. And so there's really not anybody left. Obviously, he's not going back to Derek Carr, who he played with shortly, so uh, it would have to be a new venture. And look, Seattle is a place I would look at eventually, assuming he is cleared or suspended, because he has a relationship with Russell Wilson. They have thrown together in past off seasons seattle is known to take chances on players because again you have a strong figure in Pete carroll you have a strong quarterback in russell wilson that's the formula that would be interesting to see what antonio brown could do and how he will use this opportunity because i guarantee you if he gets another opportunity he better make good he better make good on it because i don't know if he'll get another chance in the national football league Well, it looks like the NFL draft is going to continue, and everybody's wondering about Tua Tagaluloa. Yeah. His representatives told ESPN's Laura Rutledge and the NFL Network that he underwent voluntary medical recheck Thursday, and the results were overwhelmingly positive. The QB's representative told Laura the recheck was performed by an independent doctor that was selected by NFL team physicians. So this morning on Get Up, Dominic Foxworth was asked, 
is Tua still going to go high in the draft? It's a different NFL from back in 2008 and earlier when you had like 70 million committed to a quarterback. The risk on on drafting a quarterback in the first round is not nearly as high as it once was. So I think that's the reason why the CBA was changed, so that you could be able to take a quarterback and him his injuries or whatever, his play not pan out, and your entire franchise won't be kind of collapsed. So I, I like the idea of taking him and moving up if you're a team that needs him, especially the Dolphins or maybe the Chargers. If you're a team that needs him, moving up to three or four, to make sure you get yeah so you know and that's interesting because a lot of people were concerned about whether indeed he was going to be hurt not throwing the the you know injury prone tag around but this young man can throw the football did not have the best season although for alabama last year well derrick henry happy to still be in tennessee because he signed his 10.2 million franchise tender today but the sides are still committed to working on the long-term deal before the july 15th deadline for franchise players to sign extensions he said on good morning football i want to stay in tennessee yep um i definitely want to stay in tennessee you know the the momentum that we that we've had you know uh the chemistry i have with my teammates um, and um, the run that we went on, you know, I think that speaks volumes. And, um, you know, I definitely like to, like to stay there, get with my agent, try to work things out, you know, with, with that organization, with, it, with everybody there. So a lot of conversation in the National Football League, obviously with the, situ- with the scenario about the draft and it going on time. What about the regular season with the, uh, cor- cor- the uh, COVID-19 pandemic? Do you think the regular season's going to start on time? Well, Myron Rowe weighs in. I think that's rather ambitious. Uh, you know, as seeing the numbers, seeing the stats, actually walking in the emergency department and seeing patients being intubated, Bronx, families having end-of-life discussions and goals of care discussions, having patients on our neurosurgical service uh, who are either being tested for COVID-19 or been positive, I think it's rather ambitious to think that we can you know, begin our, our normal life once again. It's a communal setting to be an athlete, for sure. Sharing a locker room, you know, sharing buses, hotels, you know, meeting rooms. And so that might just be a nidus for infection that that won't be uh, helpful and beneficial in this fight. So I think right now we just need to sort of take a step back, pause, put the health of our country and the health of our younger people and our older people as well uh, at the focus and as a premium. And uh, we can get through it. I'm optimistic that we can. Former NFL player, Dr. Myron Roll, how serious is this pandemic? Well, one thing I think they need to know is that it's very serious. Don't take this lightly. I I heard rumors and whispers that people think that this is analogous to the flu or just something that we see all the time. Uh, It's infectious and it hits a certain subset of the population. That's true. But what it also shows that we all all need to play our part, be active members and active team members in our fight towards this. So social distancing, physical distancing, lifestyle behavior modifications, getting comfortable with being a little bit uncomfortable for the short period of time. Give our intellectual giants, these epidemiologists, nurses who are on the front line doing wonderful work, give them the time to figure out this issue and so that we can all get back to our normal life and do what we love to do. Yeah, yeah. Boy, will that be fun, right? We'll be looking forward to that day. 